0: Welcome, outsiders. You're listening to the HH and Outfitters podcast.
1: Oh yeah. There you go. It's
2: apropos.
1: It
0: is.
2: Yeah. Spell it. It's apropos. I don't even I don't want to try. It. Yeah.
0: What do you got? What do we got this week? Who's jam?
2: This is uh, Taj Mahal with Keb Moe. Uh, song's called That's Who I Am. We went Friday and saw these guys. and
0: uh, blew my mind.
2: No, yeah, we had no idea what we were getting no. into, no. you and me. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. We had a yeah. good time. Great music. Yeah. I was stoned. <laughs>
0: Dad almost got arrested. Yeah, dad got... <laughs>
2: I drank my cannabis. He was trying to smoke at the concert. Like the old hippie that he is, and they cracked down on him. But, uh... No, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. You get a chance to go see these guys. Like, yeah. it's the coolest... And the, the audience. It was great. The coolest bunch of, like, old people and, uh...
0: And young folks. I mean, there was a guy there... There was At one point, I was walking around in the back once you use the restroom, came back and there's this, I yeah, don't probably 35. Got the kid on the front carrier yeah. with the headphones on the kid. Yeah. Like the kid's probably eight, nine months old, Yeah, you know? And he's dancing, whatever. And the kid's just kind of flopping around. And, yeah. you know, mom's over there with her friend talking. And I was like, I just fist bumped him. i like, good job, dad. That's good dad. <laughs> good dad. That's some
2: good dadin' right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it was a great time, man. And, it was uh, fun. Had a fun time. They didn't even listening. know
0: what to expect. No. Honestly, because I saw it for sure. What, 78? They were going to yeah. cart his old ass out there. Yeah. And just plop him up in the corner.
2: Yeah. But he had his own uh, little... I like what he did, because he can't walk very fast at all. No, no. So they played him in and played him out yeah, yeah. and he kind of half danced his way to his chair they gave him the, the, and then yeah they the give him maracas, maracas. yeah I mean, now he got it figured out <laughs> he wasn't that. fooling anybody but he was no. doing a good job of keeping it cool so <laughs> yeah man Tajmo look it yeah, up it's uh it's good stuff it is it's uh, there's some you know, good it's,
0: it's just your you know it's blues. blues yeah you
2: know but it's fun and yeah. there's some like good uh there's some uplifting tunes in there. Yeah. That, you know, it's a good it's a good thing to listen to if you just want to be like, you know what, I'm gonna shut off for I'll a second, for a drive. listen a to drive some good stuff. Right it is, it really is. Cool. How so, was your, how
1: was your Timbers game? Oh, timbers, timbers game. game.
2: Timbers game. game was pretty rad. So, uh, Saturday, you know, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people out the there in TV land and here on podcast land, uh, TV land, I like it, but. Uh, you did it. But, don't know, but, you know, me and Marcus, my buddy Marcus, uh, uh, was the guitar player in in, uh, our band, and uh, I've been friends with him for a long time now, and so we went, and we have these, Marcus and I have this kind of, I don't know if you have a friend like this, but Marcus and I only hang out with Marcus and I.
1: Yeah.
2: They'll never hang out with my family. Yeah. We don't hang. I've never met one of his girlfriends. Yep. We don't hang out. We, we, it's just me and him. Mm-hmm. No other friends. We don't do anything. Yep. But when we hang out, we have marathon days of hanging yeah, out. You
0: don't see each other for nine months.
2: No, and yeah. we spend the whole day together yeah. when we hang out. And so I went up there and uh, and we walked ten miles mm-hmm. through and in and around Portland, just going everywhere. Went to Ground Control, played Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, like yeah. side by side though. Where you know me and him were. It was so fun. And then, uh, so then 8 o'clock at night, we went over to the Timbers game. And it was awesome because, if you don't follow the Timbers, they had a, had a player, uh, a guy named Fernando Adi, that uh, second all-time in the goals scored for the Timbers. And uh, he got traded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was announced the day of the game. So this was his final game with the team. And uh, game's going good, 1-1 tie. Towards the end of the game, they put him in. The crowd goes nuts. He comes in. He's in two minutes, mm-hmm. scores the game-winning goal, and got, you know, walked off the field. Everybody freaked out. Oh, dude, it yeah. was the coolest thing ever. And, uh, yeah, really, really fun time. And, uh, yeah, I always have fun at those games. I'm not a huge soccer guy, but it, I, the minute I get there, it's just infectious. Oh, yeah. I mean, it gets rolling in there, and everybody's well, going. They got, like, a
0: special section the for, army. The, for the yeah. Timbers Army, right? Yep. And I,
2: I'm fortunate enough that uh, Mitch, our buddy, uh, he's got season tickets in the section right next to the Army. So, you get all the Army cool stuff, but I don't have to sit over there with the maniacs. <laughs> and uh, I just literally don't have the stamina that they have. Yeah. These people are insane. Yeah. So, uh, But very, very cool. Had a great time. And, uh, yeah, man, it's been going nonstop since then. And then tomorrow I'm leaving to go to L.A. That's right. So... I'm always doing something what uh what's been on your front lately just yeah. hanging out getting ready for a baby
0: yeah pretty much that's it doing work around the house getting all set up there getting ready for the kid number two working designing lots of designing yep lots of my evenings lately have been filled with design stuff and drawing and figuring out what I want to do there and
2: do you find it easier to design At night and on the weekends or than it is when you're here?
0: Oh, coming here, it's very difficult because there's, you know, every 15 seconds somebody's got a question they want to ask you or show you something or whatever. And that's part of it, you know. You can't get annoyed with it. It's part of it. But it's very hard to sit and focus and whatever. But actually, the last couple days, Adam has, has, you know, we shared the office and he's, he's had to go do some things out in the shop. And I've had the office to myself for multiple hours. And that's kind of cool because then you can focus and do all that. And then this weekend, uh, took Laurel swimming and the family handled her for a while while I sat and designed cool. by the pool, which is cool. But yeah, um, but the Timbers thing, interestingly enough, segue rolls into what we uh, are talking about today on the podcast, which is marketing. Uh And the question is, um, is alternative marketing, if you will, uh, word of mouth, social media, that type of stuff, which I would argue is not alternative marketing. It's not traditional marketing. Traditional marketing is what you consider, you know, TV, traditional media, TV, radio, magazines newspapers stuff stuff like that where signage people like to talk about social marketing and influencers and that type of stuff as this new thing it was what marketing was before tv radio and magazines right right so the question is um which is more effective traditional or alternative if you will and maybe not even which is more effective
2: I think it's more, you know, I, I and I think there's alternative, but I I consider it organic,
0: yeah,
2: and paid inorganic, yeah. It's uh, basically the difference, yeah,
0: paid or organic,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, and because I look at things like Facebook and and all the social media marketing, even when you're paying for it,
0: yeah,
2: I still think it's more organic. What you're going for is that you're going to that person to person. Uh, contact yeah. you're building that because I think what the, what you're doing through one versus the other if you're going TV radio print that kind of thing you you are marketing to a customer yeah when you go the other route you're marketing to a fan and I in my opinion mm-hmm. and that's the way that I look at it because the person who's gonna see your ad in you know or hear it on the radio see it on tv drive by a big sign billboard whatever you know that's a person you're going oh i need that and they go hey there it is you know whereas with a fan you're literally reaching out to them saying hey it's it's literally it's the digital version of going hey somebody told me you're into this yeah and you go oh and that's the thing i think when they see the ad or they get the message they go
0: my segue with the Timbers uh-huh. was, if you remember, in the very beginning when they took over the best baseball stadium in the, yes, ever,
2: right, which I've i have still not over. Never forgive them for. Yeah, it. you I can don't be care a Timbers
0: fan all you want, people.
2: Yeah, I don't care how much I love going to Timbers games.
0: And it can be super fun, but it'll right. never be as cool as no. PG Park. Yeah,
2: and the Beavers. Portland Beavers. No, that was uh, too cool.
0: Now, um, when they first started, they got a bunch of random Portland people and put them in the ads. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was, I would see people I would see out at the bar when I lived in Portland, standing up on a billboard with a giant ax in their hand. You know, And I don't know how they chose these people. I, I would assume it was a random, because- you, you
1: had to go and they told you what time to show up and you had to stand in line for hours. Yeah. And yeah. they posted everyone's pictures out there, which I think worked in a way too, because sure. then those people are like, hey, I, I went and did this. This is my new profile picture on Facebook.
0: Exactly. It was freaking genius. Uh-huh. They, they, it was genius. It cost them some money, but it was really, really smart. But even though they paid for the billboard and all of that stuff, I still think that that was just organic grill marketing. Like, that was perfect. Yeah. Because you're taking a, a group of people who are already excited about the potential of a sport. Right. Because everybody knows when you start something like that, a franchise like that, it could tank Right. very easily more often than not it does and these people were excited they got or they were just excited to be featured in an ad and then they became timbers fans but they included the people and i think that's a really big really big difference between um, organic and paid or traditional and alternative new stuff is that it includes the person rather than it's a conversation with the, the customer mm-hmm. rather than a conversation at the customer.
2: Well, traditional you know? marketing is look at me. Yeah. Organic marketing is look at you. Yeah. Which and I think is much more it. effective. Yeah, right? and it's look at you. And that's the yeah. thing. You know, I, everybody is marketing. Everybody, right now. I mean,
0: everyone's selling something. Always
2: your business. Your if it's just you in your profile on Facebook, you're you're marketing something. Why else are you putting it out there, right? You're putting it out there. So at least people go, well, I just have it so that I can show pictures to my family. Up yours. Yeah, (laughs) you're full of shit. Is what your problem is is.
0: Is your family's. Admiration. Well, I don't
2: see the pictures yeah. of you fighting with your husband, no. ma'am. You, all, you know what I mean? All you see is the good stuff. Right. That's it. So you're, you're marketing, marketing you're your family. Narrative. Because what do people put? They get the kids all dressed up, and they go, on our way to church, and it's a picture of that. Yeah. They don't show 15 minutes later when the kid spills fruit punch all over it, and the dad's going, I told you not to talk the top off, you stupid little bastard. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody takes a picture of that moment. No. So you're marketing at all times, Absolutely. right? But look at who is uh, popular, right? They, it's, even though it's about them, it's not about them. It's about you. Yeah. And I think that at its core, anything that succeeds, whether you're talking about marketing, TV shows, whatever, it's about how the person taking in whatever message you're putting out is made to feel. You yeah. make people feel right, you yeah. win. Every yeah. time.
0: You know what I think is really smart right now is what Will Smith is doing. You see, I have
2: no idea what Will Smith is doing. Him. Is he He's still now, getting jiggy with does it? Does not
0: nobody know what's going on with Will Smith right now? So Will Smith fell out of favor, if you will. You know, he was on top Cause of the Because he world.
2: made that stupid Netflix movie that everyone hated.
0: I'm sure. But he was on top of the world for a long time.
2: The Alien and he was yeah. a police officer. Terrible movie.
0: But he was killing it for a long time. He was, yeah. like, one of the highest paid actors in all of you, Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he basically, basically became irrelevant. So he started vlogging. And he started putting videos out on Facebook and Instagram that were, like, simple videos. Just like a cell phone, like, selfie video of him, like, talking about chasing your dreams and hard work and all of these different things. Right? And they just went viral. Because people knew the brand Will Smith, they trusted it. Yeah. But he just wasn't doing anything that they wanted. And now all of a sudden he's got this whole other thing now that he's known for. It was almost like a, like a motivational speaker.
1: kind of a renaissance kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and he's coming back, hmm. and I guarantee you he's gonna get movie stuff again mm-hmm. because yeah, of it. Probably. And all he did was say, "What can I do?" to offer some sort of value to people and he did it and he's killing it
2: well you just change the perception you change the narrative that's yeah. the, the whole thing you've seen it time and time again these guys and men and women in, in actors especially yeah. they go away and then they come back and they're in everything all of a sudden Robert Downey Jr. Josh Brolin yep you know what I mean uh John Travolta did that. Yep. John Travolta was huge in the '70s. Couldn't buy work in the yep. '80s. Came back in the '90s, mid to late '90s, and you know had all this stuff going on. Yep. But it was what happens in you know in John Travolta is a good example. Gone, no one cares about him, right? Mm-hmm. comes back, Pulp Fiction. Yep. Now all of a sudden people go, oh, wait a minute, mm-hmm. he's a little different. I remember this guy. Yeah, yeah. He's got his thing going on, this, yep. that, and the other. So yeah, man. And I think that. At, at the end of the day, that is marketing.
0: Well, that's why I think it's so interesting about, about brands that have done it already. Right. You know, brands that have already done it, they've already gotten somewhere, they're big, and then they fall out of favor. You never lose that. You never will, if you're the first one there, and you're the big swinging ding dong in the room, yeah. right? Right. You're always going to be there. You just, you might lose your footing mm-hmm. a little bit. You might have a change in the management or whatever, but you always have the ability to bring it back around. And that, to me, I think is really interesting because something as simple as as, as a, a very simple marketing campaign from somebody who's smart and understands what people are doing can turn your entire business around.
2: Well, Target's doing it right now. Yeah. Target's, you know, and they really haven't changed much. But if you notice, like, on the target over here, yeah. the circle on the outside is no longer red. It's white. Yep. Everything's gone clean. It's very yep. Apple. The lighting's different. The lighting's different. The, the mm-hmm. flooring is different. They've mm-hmm. changed everything in there. And I think that that is important, too, because there are brands that last for a long time. Yep. And there are brands, you know, when you think of a brand like In-N-Out Burger, yep. right? It doesn't change. No. McDonald's doesn't really change. I mean, yeah, they change their uniforms and they come out with new items and they try to stay hip and current, you know. But, but it's nobody, McDonald's. Right. I honestly think McDonald's is stupid for even trying that because yeah. what everybody wants to go there for, that's why I think In-N-Out is brilliant. Yeah. They change nothing. Nope. Because it is a – people don't eat that The food is good. But people don't eat there because the food is good. No. They eat there because there's a feeling with I'm going to In-N-Out. Well, but here's the
0: genius behind In-N-Out. Is they started out feeling like they've been there for 100 years.
2: Absolutely. Well, they, and that, But what I'm saying is they've created a brand that is, does not suffer from brand fatigue.
0: No.
2: Some brands are, Target is a great example. Yeah. They can't avoid brand fatigue no. because people don't shop for basic household needs based on feeling. No. They shop at base, for basic household needs based on, I need some stuff how cheap can I get? and how cheap can I get it and what experience do I want yep. I shop at Target because I hope Walmart's burned down around <laughs> yeah. the world yeah. I'd rather be yeah. dead than yeah. shop at Walmart yeah like I I'll have nothing yeah. if I have to go there yeah. so that's why I go to Target so Target creates an experience but when Target and their look and their feel and every their vibe starts to get fatigued then they start to move into that same realm with Walmart yeah. where you go well I could go to Walmart or Target. Target's not that nice anyway. I mean, that, same thing, it's the yeah. same old thing. And, yeah. I, you know, they got the popcorn. I got to walk in and smell yeah. the stupid popcorn yeah. smell. And it starts to fall out of favor. So they've figured out, uh-oh, we need to get our people because back. they're paying attention. Right. They're because, actually paying attention. To right. Brand you. fatigue. And, and yeah. so many people do not pay attention to brand fatigue. And, you know, we are not going to bring up names, but you and I work – every single day with a number of brands Yeah. that it's one of the biggest fights we have when we try to talk to people about what we do for them is we try to explain to them the the problems with brand fatigue and they don't want to hear it
0: yeah
1: and getting if i could offer one thing yeah i feel like keeps coming back on the podcast is connection yeah connecting to your, your your clientele to your customers that you're looking for absolutely that's, that's how you avoid the brand fatigue is yeah. you have to keep that connection that's how will smith came back into favor is he found a new way to connect with people mm-hmm. a new way to connect with more people that he was missing out on like
0: actual connection though because that yeah i mean i would venture to guess that's probably him responding to comments mm-hmm. you know what i mean a lot of these businesses they get so big they, they get completely empty. that's why i keep saying to you i don't ever want to not be in our social media i have to is if I lose that connection, that's it. Shut it down. True
2: to a point. Here's where I disagree with you.
0: Yeah.
2: Every business has a demographic. Yeah. You can either age with your demographic or you can try and stay within your demographic. Mm-hmm. You will eventually be unable to service oh, yeah. the demographic. Yeah. Just like Target was Target has a demographic. It's You know, I would imagine middle class women between the ages of 25 and 55, something like that. And that demographic has some, you know, they've hit that. The problem is, is that the new demographic, the new group of people that are now in that demographic have a different set of wants and needs than did the previous group of people that were in that demographic. Yeah,
0: and what I'm what I'm referring to is I, as the manager of the brand side of the business, yeah. I have to know what the people are doing. I don't have to be the coolest guy that everybody looks up to because that's not the case now, obviously. My point is is that having my finger on that knowing what's going on right if I pull away too much I don't have to be in control of it I don't have to do all the posting I don't have to respond yeah. to everything but I have to know what's going on because if I don't I'm irrelevant yeah I gotta well, know what's going on
2: and there will come a point where you're natural you will naturally age out of even being able to be effective in it because it'd be like right now if I just told you hey man uh, you know I be in charge of a 16 year old girl website. You know, oh, yeah. And you'd be like, what am I supposed to do with this? Exactly. And so that's what's interesting. So as a company or whatever you are, you have to know how to move. This is where musicians, you see some of them uh, succeed and fail. And we've seen it with a guy like Chuck Reagan. Mm-hmm. Very great example of a guy who is aging with his fan base. Yeah. He has figured out that, hey, my fan base is not who they once were. Mm-hmm. And so he's adopted... He still has his traditional you know, yeah everything he's There's always done.
0: Sixteen year old kids that go to hot water music shows. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And he goes and he does that. But for his fans that have been with him for a long time and he knows, hey, they're looking for a little quieter experience yeah. at this point, yes. he's now playing shows solo mm-hmm. that those people can come see. Sure. And you see that a lot with bands that they don't want to change, they don't age with their with their following. Mm -hmm. And it it becomes a major problem for them.
0: Oh, yeah, big time. It's Mm just no, it's keeping that connection, though. Actually,
2: you know, it's funny. I was talking to a guy today that owns a uh, sports card and collectible store Mm -hmm. uh, over here in Salem, a guy named Devin. And I was asking him, you know, how's business with your sports cards and all that stuff? I just wondered, you know, and he goes, man, it's like having this huge resurgence and yeah. i can't figure out why and i said well i'll tell you why and he was like well what do you mean and he you know looked at me like how the hell do you know anything yeah. you know what i mean and i'm like well i'm 40 years old and i grew up hardcore into baseball cards basketball cards yeah. my wwf cards all the different things that i had and i said now i'm 40 years old and i have expendable income." And my son is seven years old, so I don't have to stare at him twenty four hours a day yeah and if I want to have a hobby or mess around with something, I can, but I am especially fond of anything that reminds me of being young, yeah, and you know is nostalgic, and he was like, "Oh, well, that makes perfect sense yeah. and I'm like, yeah, dude, so that's and we get got into a whole conversation I'm like that's the thing, man, you have to know." everything about what's going on. So many people just go, I'm going to make pancakes and I'm going to open a pancake restaurant. And you go, okay, pancakes. you know." Yeah. But if you open a pancake restaurant that is geared towards 20 to 35-year-olds 20 and it's all kitschy and fun inside, that's great Saturday and Sunday morning when they... but. The rest of the week, you need the old dudes who come in and get a plate of pancakes and sip coffee. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what you have to have because your average young person can't go and eat pancakes in the middle of the week. Yeah. So, you know, you got to really understand that stuff and people don't think about that.
0: I'm interested about how influencers, where they fall, you know, because back in the day, that was... That was advertising, was influencers. Everybody wants to talk about it like it's this brand new thing. But, you know, back before TV, radio, and all that stuff, if you had a if you had a leather working company mm-hmm. and you made holsters, you would give the big badass in town one of your holsters and say, wear this thing, man, because everybody's gonna want one. Right, right? The John Wayne looking guy. Exactly, yeah. And so. You know, now it's kind of the same thing. It's really just, you know, I think, that, I think that the industry is a little overblown. I think there's a lot of people who aren't influencers who think they're influencers and are making money. But eventually that bubble's going to burst and it's going to come back to the true people who actually have influence doing something with it. You yeah. Know? Um, but I think that's a really interesting marketing tool because I, 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 I've seen it grow. Since the beginning of our business, you know, when we first started out, we had the fly team, and that was cool because everybody was like, "I'm on the fly team," and it was a thing that you talked about, and it was out there, and here's our team, and we would we would talk about them in our social media and in the magazines and stuff that we that we put out the digital magazine and all this stuff, and people were clamoring to be a part of it, and now it's almost like you know, at least for us. I don't even want people to talk about any association they have with us because I think it's just crammed down people's throats so much that it's almost better if it's just like, hey, wear the stuff, show it in your pictures, videos, whatever, talk about it if you like, but don't cram it down people's throats because it just, it's reached its fever pitch. You know what I mean? Well, I believe that people
2: because of you know there is no break from influence anymore
0: none
2: you used to be able you know you, you would have a break at it, it which things would shut off like yeah. you know like i remember when we were you didn't call somebody after like 8 30 9 o'clock <laughs> no for any reason no it was the like if yeah the cut off yeah, yeah exactly and you're like it's nine o'clock and you're like i'm gonna call this person and they're like what are you nuts yeah, you, know yeah. What I mean? you don't call people at night but now it's just it's in it never ends yeah. texts and messages and because nobody's off limits ever anymore because yeah. you go well i'm going to send them a facebook message yeah it's four in the morning but it's facebook right well almost everybody's phone alerts them when they get a facebook message so yeah. four in the morning zzz, and i'm like huh no i don't want to see a picture of your ding dong you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> whatever it is that you're doing so but i think because people are so for lack of a better word saturated yeah with information the most effective marketing that I'm seeing right now is passive yeah, versus yeah. active people do not want to be actively marketed at they don't want to be talked at. they want it to be passive they want to just be able to go through and go oh look at that and there it is again yeah. and there it is again hmm that's interesting let me go over here and check this out I've seen it three times Seven whatever it is, yeah. is seven the number? And seven's the number. Seven's the number. So I've seen it this many times, seven times, yep. and now I'm going to check it out. Yep. You know, and that that to me is really cool if you're a small business person or, well, not if you're a small business person, but, <laughs> you know.
0: Like the roll-offs?
2: Your height, really, yeah, right, small business people. Yeah. yeah, not all of them, a couple of them are Large business people, but yeah. uh, but if you own a small business or if you own any kind of business, whatever you're doing, what's really cool about that is that it is. And I believe, you know, aside from all the political nonsense and all the stuff that's going on, there really is. I, I honestly think one of the reasons that you're seeing such a tremendous uh, push on the political side for lowering of taxes for large companies mm-hmm. and all the kind of st- regardless of what side you fall on all this tricky crap that they're pulling because the bottom line is is that regardless of who you believe in it's designed to screw me and you (laughs) and the average person but i think that the reason that you're seeing all of this and the reason they're rolling back epa stuff and all these different things is because the field is becoming more level and you saw it in music yeah was the very first place that you saw it happen Mm -hmm. where music was Go out. Some guy likes me. Okay, he's going to take me over here. I'm going to get with a label. The label's going to take all my money. I'm going to basically work my ass off. They're going to make all the money. And if I'm lucky enough to be somewhat popular, I'll go on tour. I'll make the money on off merch and stuff like yeah. that, right? And artists were getting screwed. And great artists were never getting an opportunity because they didn't look right yeah. or whatever. The guy yeah. didn't like them or yeah. however that worked. Well, as soon as... Internet and everything came into play. All of a sudden, that was gone. You can build your own audience and do whatever you want.
0: This business would not exist 20 years ago.
2: Right. And that's my point. Business people like you and I who came out of the music world started to... realize we could do the same thing that musicians had done. We don't need them anymore. We don't have to go to the big guys and deal with the big banks and all the the other stuff. There there were smaller funding. There's Mm -hmm. PayPal working capital loans. There's all these different things. And so there was this shift. Well, marketing of your business really is the next wave. Because now we're leveling the playing field. If you are a hard worker and willing to sit down and learn a little bit, you can market with the big guys.
0: You can I mean, market right there with them. And I can tend better. Yeah. You know, I look at the guys at uh, Fishing Addicts Northwest. Great example. I mean, textbook example of years of toiling, mm-hmm. right? I mean, marlon has been doing that for 10 years now mm-hmm. of just making videos, helping the community in the way that he sees fit putting content out there, creating an audience. Create an audience, create an audience, create an audience, get that audience to the point at which now you can say, buy our worms, buy our scent, right? You can create a business around it, monetize it if you will. Because now they trust you and they trust what you have to say and they trust that you're gonna steer them in the right direction. And for all intents and purposes, they do. Mm -hmm. Their stuff works, they make good stuff. And their people, are happier and shit to buy it, yeah, because it's from somebody that they trust. But started from literally nothing, uh-huh. much like us, from nothing, in turned it into something yeah. because they created a machine, an, an attention machine. And if you have the attention, then now you don't have to pay, right? Now that was built off the back of Facebook and YouTube and all of these things that now you have to pay to play, sure. right? Sure, but. Such is life. That's the game. Well, yeah, because right? they
2: figured it out, too. Yeah.
0: Exactly. But that was the intent all along, was to make it a marketing scheme. Right. Whoever has the most attention can charge for the marketing, and there you go, TV. Right? That's why TV doesn't work anymore. Right. So radio doesn't work anymore. Because most people are watching no TT. That's it. Yep. And it's, it, what's the point of marketing on? Because nobody's watching it anyway. Right. I hate when I hate when I see a really great commercial, that's not at like a special event, because yeah. I think it's just a waste of money. It is. It, it, the The Super Bowl is not a waste of money. The World Series is not a waste of money. The big sporting events, which is really the only thing people watch on national television anymore, anyway.
2: And Roseanne, but
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not anymore. But the the point is, is that the people are wasting billions of dollars on this stuff. When your attention is here, it's in your cell phone or your uh-huh. iPad or your desktop computer or whatever it is, or on a podcast. And these podcasts are fun. And I, I don't mind saying it, throwing it on the table. Podcasts are fun. It's a great way for you and I to just discuss topics that we normally wouldn't get to discuss. We get involve Mikey and all that stuff. But it's part of the machine. Oh, yeah. It's part of what we do. Well, so, I mean, I'm not.
2: if I was just me yeah. without this business... I'm not going to sit here and talk about marketing. No. I'll come on and spout off every other thing that's yeah. in my head and yeah. everyone will hate me, but
0: the, the the point is is that it's it's part of the machine though. It's yeah. There are people who are our fans, customers, who enjoy listening to the podcast or watching the videos or following us on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, whatever it is, because it's entertaining. Well,
2: fan is the key word. Yeah. And and one thing that I I try to share with other up and coming business owners when I talk to them and they ask for advice or whatever is if you don't have an ego, develop one Yeah. because you have to have one anymore. Like yeah. you have to realize that I saying to people, I'm going to go out and create fans makes people instantly think, who does he think he is yeah but you have to create fans because that's the world we live in people have to be a fan of you on some level it doesn't mean they have to chase you down the street and ask for your autograph or any of that sure but they've got to be a fan of you so you have to do something that they're they're a fan of
0: it's very least interest well, you have to have some form of interest in what you do. You people
2: know? go to Voodoo Donut because they're fans of the kitschiness. Yeah, they don't get. It's not that great of a donut. No, it's just a donut.
1: A, it's you know, it's not. Your might is like, I know donuts. Yeah, do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Dough Donuts is the place to go. Dough Donuts. Yeah, like the deer, like Dough Donuts. Where's that? It's up uh, right off of like 82nd, like east in Portland. Portland? Mm-hmm. Dough Donuts. Dough Donuts. Dough,
2: so donuts. Dough, yeah. donuts. Dough donuts. go. No, but I mean I've had donuts all over the place that I would argue are way better than a Voodoo donut. Oh yeah. You know? But it's they shaped like a dick. Right. They've created <laughs> they've created fans. Yeah. And you know, you go to the Portland airport and it's people walking around with these pink Voodoo donut boxes oh, yeah. flying them all over the country cuz yeah. they had to go to Voodoo Donut. Yeah. That's that is the world we live in. Mm. Is I'm a fan of that place. And, oh, yeah, I follow that on this, and I'm blah, blah, blah. And the same reason why with Make Me Tease, why I'm constantly harping to other businesses. If you don't have merch, I don't care what you do. I don't care what your business is. Yeah. You should have cool merch. Yeah. Bottom line, I don't care if you you own a landscaping business and you are out mowing lawns every day, have a great logo, make cool shirts. Yep. And stop putting your stupid CCB number on there. Yeah, stop putting your, your phone, phone number, number right. on there. Stop putting your website on there. Oh, Make them remember? cool. California Crop Exchange. Exactly. Nobody,
0: no 14-year-old kid in Sutter, California gave a damn about California Crop Exchange. Nope. None of them. Nope. They didn't care. They didn't even know what it was. No idea. But they all wanted the hat because it was cool. Right. And everybody had to have one. They had to. You had to have one.
2: But here's the thing. if you, Even if you're – and on that point, if you make great-looking apparel – And taste apparel, it, right? and made it cool. Right. But you wear great-looking great apparel and you have it made and you have a customer and you go, I'm going to give my customer a T-shirt and a hat. Yeah. You know, hey, here's your monthly bill and also a T-shirt and a hat. Thank you very much. Yeah. You make a quality hat and a quality T-shirt – and it looks nice, yeah. And it's cool. And they go, yeah, "That's a landscaping shirt," but I'm gonna wear it around because yeah. this thing's cool. Yeah, they're gonna wear it everywhere, and people are gonna go, "That's a really cool shirt," or "That's a neat hat." You yeah. know, and you're gonna go, "Dude, I got this from my landscaper."
0: What about a
1: proctologist? Dude, it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> you
2: can promote any business. I'm telling you. Yeah. The, the you Sandy know,
1: rec- Sandy Rectal Clinic in Portland has yeah. a rear entrance. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, that's, that's. Is that the one
0: with the. No, what I call the butthole window, but it's the porthole no, it window? Might be, it might it's be, a round uh, window yeah. on the front of the. It's a brick building. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's on Sandy Boulevard yep. over by the old Timberline Dodge. By the
1: um, Everyday Music right over there. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right there. They by have, CC and yep, all that. Yeah. yeah. They have a rear entrance. <laughs> <and it's,
0: laughs> that's great. Anything. A yeah. t shirt with the rear entrance sign on it. That's it.
2: There's a there's a dentist office in McMinnville um, yeah. that made their own bike rack and it looks like a toothbrush well no there's a there's a big tube of toothpaste yeah and then there's toothpaste coming out of it yeah. and the, the the tube coming out turns into the bike rack
0: yeah, yeah
2: and I every time I drove by it I was like if I needed a new dentist, I'm going to go there just because that's cool. Well, there's a, an
0: eyeglasses company that has the glasses. It's the yep. bike rack. The
2: big glasses thing yeah. is there. Yeah, Coin
1: Jam downtown has uh, Pac-Man and one of the ghosts does their bike racks. Oh, that's right.
2: I went into Coin Jam the other day. Yeah. Sidebar.
0: Yeah. We have to go. It looks cool.
2: No, no. It it. Pole position. No. Yes. Ready a- to go. Afterburner? Yes. No. Centipede. What? Ninja Turtles, Altered Beast. What? Bad Dudes. Bad Dudes? Uh-huh. They got everything. Wow. They got every great game. See,
0: I so, walked by. I haven't gone no inside. Man. I walked by and all I saw was like the bar section. Nah, is it all in the back? It's
2: in the back, dude. Nah. And it is.
0: It's like T-shaped. So in the back, it's Yeah. yeah. The back. They're smart. You got to walk past the
1: bar. Mm-hmm.
2: And they have probably. thirsty. A dozen pinball machines.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah nice yeah, ones too like they the, do they have the good 70s ones kids. 70s batman um, they have uh, aerosmith uh the 70s batman or the uh, 60s batman yeah um, what do they have right now star trek and medieval madness there's
0: i've only played the kiss pinball one time i can't remember where it was it's the best pinball game. i, I played
2: ever. it on saturday at ground control in portland control? yeah
0: it's the best isn't yeah
2: it? you know what i the one i owned on saturday though was terminator 2.
0: Oh, really? Dude, the I pinball played Terminator. 2? I yeah. played Terminator
2: 2 pinball. Yes, yeah. like the pistol launch, yes, yeah. yeah, launch. faces yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's great. Anyway, well, total sidebar.
0: Uh I don't even remember what we were talking about now. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about nerd <laughs> that, 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 stuff. And, I had
1: one more stuff. point. You were kind of talking about how you can only advertise during like the big games. Did you watch the home run derby at all? No, I haven't watched it. Okay, so uh, all star game just. I just it. have MLB.com. Yeah, okay. so they had the the home run derby. And in the middle of it, they didn't even stop the show for it. They just cut down the action to the corner and had the ad. Yes. So the show didn't stop. You kept watching even like, and you had all the players running around blogging. So they were all showing their stuff and it was streaming all these different directions. The ads didn't stop the show.
2: Right. I've been noticing that a lot more yeah. that they're starting to do that. They're keeping that because they what they've realized is they're losing interest. Well, not even that. It, it used to just be flip away, but now it's like, "Oh, commercial, I'm going to grab my phone." Yeah. And the minute you grab your phone, they're screwed. Yeah. You know? So you got to keep something rolling. No, I that's that's a very good point. Uh, and I think It's, it's comes back to the overall message that we've been talking about this whole time, which I think is, and I think Alex started it off right, I don't think any of this is new. No. I don't think there's really any difference. I think that what we're saying is businesses have to evolve. Everything evolves. There's always a new version of the same thing. Mm-hmm. People always go, this is new. You know what's new? The internet. It's just a new That's miracle. new. But, that's it. But, but yeah. But it's all yeah. old. It's a new version of the same damn internet thing. And the internet has
0: leveled the playing field and right. made this available for literally anybody who wants to do anything. Right. I'm trying to talk my wife into selling books on Amazon. Yeah. Because she loves books. Right? Why not? Go buy them for 25 cents. Sell them for two bucks on Amazon. Why not? Yeah. You know? I mean, but that's a perfect example. There's people who could do. I mean, what do you want to do? There's There's a market for it. Every, now everything yeah because you can literally do
2: whatever you want when you're not relegated to your area the world is your area now exactly and that's the interesting thing man and I like I said to tie back what I was saying earlier i think that a lot of what you're seeing in whether it's social pushback yeah. or pushback from business or pushback from the establishment of these old white men who've been running everything for yeah. the last forever, I think that um, what you're seeing is you know, there's the old saying a, a, a lion is at its most dangerous right before it dies Yeah. and I think that's what you're seeing well, it's, uh, there's a lot of pushback and a lot of Cambridge dying lions.
0: Analytica thing total bullshit, no one cares no one cares no one cares that Facebook has information on them, they don't. If you never said anything about it no one would have even thought anything. They told they told everyone that they were going to do it. When yeah. you sign up, you just didn't read the fine print. Right, it's all right there. And then when you found out about it, ninety nine point nine percent of the people in the world went, "Yeah, I don't, I don't care." So, yeah, just so like Alexa, right. Alexa, Google Home, they're all listening to you. What? So, okay, you're going to hear me talk about baseball and what type of meatloaf I'm having, like.
2: Who cares? No, because they're outraged for the sake of outrage. I would contend they're
0: outraged that, because
2: they're scared of it.
0: I don't and even think so. It down.
2: I think eighty percent of the outrage you see is somebody that goes, "Oh, good, something to write about." Well, I, mean, I didn't but do you anything today. You
0: just said it. You said, you know, the, the bigger, the bigger corporations are freaking out because the, the field has been leveled. Well, they're freaking right? out. The, the playing field has been leveled by things like Amazon and Facebook, and you know. All of these other companies,
1: right now, there's always this, right? Yeah. The, the playing field's level unless you're Facebook right. or Amazon, right? Or Apple, well, right? The corporations are freaking out because they have to go pay someone to find out what people like. But Amazon has a thing in your house that's listening to what you need. <laughs> yeah. So right. And then, yeah. As soon as you want it, you tell you tell it to order it. Yeah. Order hey it. Alexa, yeah. order me pens. Now everyone that's got their podcast going is <laughs> <in their laughs> <house>. yeah. Which <laughs> I think we can bring this to an end, but I have a good ending. Okay. Unless you
0: have more to say.
2: I always have more to say.
0: (laughs) I have a good ending to this. Mikey's wearing an isotope shirt, right? He brought the record in today. Yeah. However, I contend that 20 years ago, that band couldn't exist. Uh Would have never made a record. Because without the internet, without the ability to say, we're a punk rock band that sings songs about baseball, that's pretty specific, Uh Right? They would, there's no audience. Right. You would have to work your ass off going to very, and map it out. Like, where is the baseball town? and right. so Let's really map out where we're going to play and all this stuff. No. They can go and just search hashtag. Right.
1: And find a fan base. They can can use the internet to see where people are listening to them and know that those are the hubs that they need to go play in.
2: 100%. The world is small, like I said. And then you take it back to this business. We are in every town in America. Yeah. If we had done this prior, prior to the internet... We would have been in Salem, Oregon. Yep. And we would have been, like, driving down, trying to get some people along I-5, and yeah. hopefully it would have carried a little bit, and we would have had to travel. and all. Yeah. Now we're just like, hey, I want a steelhead shirt. Great. Where's it at? I don't care.
0: That's the difference between Low Tolerance and Anchor Down, the two bands that I was in. Yeah. Right? Low Tolerance, sending out CDs to any place that had a stage. Right. Getting on a pay phone and going are we still booked tonight and pulling into town and hoping that the venue was still open and all of that stuff when anchor down booked tours we knew where to go because we it, that time it was MySpace, uh-huh. but we knew where to go where are our people at they'll tell us right okay who's listening who's commenting go to their myspace page figure out where they're from that's the town we need to play and we would only play those places we wouldn't play Yuba City, California. If there was nobody there to listen to, yeah, you know, what's, what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. drag right on by. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's that's interesting. So to play us out, I think we should listen to the isotopes.
2: You want me to look it up? No, oh, I got it. Oh, isotopes. Pretty good. Like I don't know anything about it. How do you like it? Sounds pretty good. All right, guys. Well. Hopefully you've learned something about marketing. Yeah,
0: and you found Taj Mahal and the
2: Isotopes. Not two bands that you're going to hear on any other podcast, I guarantee (laughs) you. If you find me another podcast that opens with Taj Mahal and closes with the Isotopes, boy, I'll tell you what. We should get the records and mix them. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Maybe we could get Will Smith. mash Yeah. And DJ Jesse Jeff. All right,
0: guys. All right. Thanks for listening. Yep. Have fun with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Thanks so much, guys, for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy it and you think your friends will enjoy it, please, take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast and share it on your instagram stories share it on instagram facebook snapchat twitter doesn't matter just share it with your friends let people know about the podcast we'd really appreciate it and also we are in the mix of designing all of our new stuff for fall so make sure that you stick around and you follow us on all of our social media channels and you will see some sneak peeks of what's about to go down for fall and winter thanks a lot